All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. It's Glenn Rockney. It's another tough loss for the Raiders. Um, not a, it's just a real frustrating game. Um, not the same as the New England game. I, I don't think it was the same. I think the New England game was an all-out ass-whipping, you know what I mean, especially in the second half. This game wasn't. This game, I think the Raiders beat themselves, right? The Buffalo Bills are a great team. I, I, I fully expect to see them make a nice run in the AFC. I think it's wide open for them to do so. Um, but this game could have been had by the Raiders. This game could have been had. Really, I, I blame a lot of this on um, – I'll get to it, but a lot of this – I put the blame at the top on this one. Let me tell you that. But let's recap what happened here. The defense gets on a very, very, very slow start to start the game. Um, pretty much since, since the first drive, the bills were able to get whatever they wanted. Um, their wide receivers were winning one-on-one matchups, uh, running backs were making the first tackle miss tackler miss almost every single time. Um, Josh Allen had plenty of time. He, he could have sat in a lawn chair back there, kick back a little tanning shield right there. Could have just sat there, got some sun, um, really wasn't bothered a lot, um, in the first half. And, uh, they made the Raiders pay fast. First couple of drives, the Raiders gave up touchdowns and settled for field goals. I thought one coach, Sean McDermott, was very aggressive. The other coach, John Gruden, not so much. But the defense, this defense is not getting any better. Where does the blame go? I I think a lot of it goes to Paul Gunther. I, I, I truly agree that this is not. Whether it's the scheme or not, or whether it's just the implement the way the, the scheme is implemented on these defensive players, I don't think it's working. It's obviously not working. But I think a lot of people think this is a quick fix on defense. This is a t- This is not something where I think that just a defensive coordinator makes this even a top fifteen defense. Like a defensive coordinator switch, right? Say Gunther gets fired, Marinelli takes over. I don't believe this is a top fifteen defense personnel-wise. There is little to no pressure from the defensive line. Now, a lot of that could be pointed at, at Mike Mayock. Maybe Cullen Furl, just maybe we could all agree that that's not the fourth overall pick. That's not where you should go with the fourth overall pick, right? I, I've talked about that ad nauseum, but today was on display. He's great and well in PFF. He, he stops the run well, sure. But he's just not a difference maker. I don't believe he ever will be a difference maker. I think he'll. I think Cleveland Farrell's gonna play like twelve years in the league. That's the thing. I don't even think he's like a bust in the sense where he's out of the league, like Quentin Copels, guys like that. I think he stays in the league for a long time. He's just not a difference maker. This defense is full of people who are not difference makers. The lack of pressure is killing me. The back end is not elite. I, I thought the Raiders for the first three games did a really nice job in coverage, um, given what they have personnel wise. But today was was not good. Was not good. They tried to go man with with maybe a top five wide receiver group in the league. Tried to go one on one man coverage. Right, no Arnett. It showed up. I I for one underestimated Arnett's absence. I, I think it made a huge difference out there. Lamarcus Joyner. Everybody hates Lamarcus Joyner. I'm not a fan myself, but. When he goes down, people are like, cool, Amik Robertson comes in. Amik Robertson was toast that first play. Grand opening, grand closing. Didn't work. That first play he came in 
long touchdown by Josh Allen. He looks at Meek Robertson off and Meek Robertson starts staring into the backfield for whatever reason, instead of, you know, remembering his assignment, remembering his man guy walks into the end zone. I don't know if the personnel is there to be a top 15 defense. And that says a lot more about the construction of this team. We've had five first round picks in the last two years. Some used on offense, some used on defense, but you need more impact from your defensive players. Jonathan Abram, right? Jonathan Abram, who, you know, a lot of us like. He had a bad game against New England. Uh, I think he played okay today. I mean, just off of the initial thing. I'm recording this a couple of hours after the game, so I haven't looked at the PFF grades. I haven't watched the game a second time. This is just an initial reaction. So, in my opinion, Jonathan Abram made a couple nice, nice plays, sure. You know what I mean? But he also seems like he's going to get hurt every single game. So you couple that with the Cleveland Furl pick in 2019. Look, Josh Jacobs, we all love Josh Jacobs. That was a good pick, right? But even then, positional value, you know, there, there's an argument to be made about that pick as well. They really took Cleveland Furl and a box safety who gets hurt all the time and isn't, isn't like super special in coverage, right? I don't think Abram is ever going to be a super special coverage player. I think he's a line of scrimmage player. I think he's a box safety. I think he's a rangy safety, but I, I just don't see it in coverage. Really, what this comes down to on defense, and, and I, I'm not saying Paul Gunther's a good defensive coordinator. I just don't agree that this is a bad scheme. I don't think the scheme is bad. Now, again, I, I, Paul Gunther might not be doing a very good job implementing this scheme, but it works in other places. Minnesota, uh, not this year, right? But Minnesota ran the similar scheme, right? That Cincinnati Bengals type scheme. Mike Zimmer, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Even when Paul Gunther was in Cincy, I, they did a better job. Carlos Dunlap is better than Clue and Furl. That's what I'm getting at here. Now, what this comes down to is fighting your one-on-one matchups and winning your one-on-one matchups. This defense is not winning one-on-one. And I mean that from all aspects right i mean that in coverage in the secondary but i also mean that when you have a running back devin singletary one-on-one in the backfield and you can't make the tackle right there were tackles for a loss that could have been a four-yard loss that ended up being four-yard gains i think the raiders had third and what 13 it was third and double digits for a while just a simple shallow cross right trayvon mullins in man he gets lost in man coverage nobody else is there to clean that play up so Is that coaching? And I'm asking this sincerely. Is that coaching? Or is that just an overall lack of attention to detail from uh, from the players? And look, sure, make a change, right? Make a change. I I don't believe that Paul Gunther's done anything to keep his job. I just don't think the switch gets flipped overnight. I was talking about on Twitter today, and I said, hey, Paul Gunther is... is is Paul Gunther worth keeping? Like, is, 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 are we sure that firing Paul Gunther is all this defense needs? That was just all I said. And everyone was like, what are you fighting for Paul Gunther? Of course, of course you fire Paul Gunther. Yeah. And I agree. I agree that you file fire Paul Gunther. I'm just saying if Rod Maryland Ellie takes over, I don't necessarily expect this defense to be just miles and miles ahead of where it is now. I don't know. I don't think the defensive line is, is a winning defensive line. And I'm look, these coaches are coaches. They're not miracle workers. Show me a good defensive scheme that has Eric Harris by himself. Right? A player like Eric Harris in like a cover one, single high, just back there. We saw the play with Stephon Diggs. 
Eric Harris was toast on that play. And if Josh Allen throws that play early, and I'm talking about, the, um, for anybody who doesn't know, Stephon Diggs, second half, right after the Raiders had turned the ball over, Josh Allen takes a deep shot down the field to Stephon Diggs, and it's just him and Eric Harris. He torched Eric Harris on the initial kind of route that he was running and the, the initial break he had. Josh Allen held on to the ball. I don't know why, but he held on to the ball a little too long. And if he throws that ball a little bit earlier, Stephon Diggs walks into the end zone. Cartwheels. Could have somersaulted. Nobody would have touched him. So I will say, with a good, a really good safety, which the Raiders didn't address, and, and I've, I've also said that the Raiders tend to trade their day three picks for just really non-factor players like Trevor Davis and Zay Jones and guys like that who are really non-factors. I'm sorry. They, they tend to get rid of these guys. Maybe some of these guys could have been used on developmental safety, some of these picks, right? So I'm wondering, is it all Paul Gunther? And I'm wondering, because I'm not saying it. I just, I, I just don't necessarily expect this defense to flip a switch when Paul Gunther gets fired. Because I think it'll happen this year. Gruden's been praising him, but can we trust Gruden's press conferences? I don't think so. And it might be a bleak outlook. It might be something that we all look at each other and go like, man, is that really how bad this defense is? And I think it is. I think, I think it is. So when you talk about fire Paul Gunther, just sure, fire Paul Gunther, but just temper your expectations, right? I don't think any, I don't think it's going to flip a switch. I don't, I don't see a lot of blue chip talent on this defense. I don't, I don't think I'd put anybody other Trayvon Mullen. I think is very good. I don't think he had an incredible day today, but I think Trayvon Mullen's very good. But other than that, I don't see blue chip talent on this offense. Look at the sack they had on John, Josh Allen today. That was like a, like a 12 second scramble that they had where I don't even know what Allen was doing. I would have just thrown it away with a lead like that, but Crosby and, I, and somebody else get their combined tackle combined sack. They couldn't get pressure with four. So I think a lot of this is on Paul Gunther, but a lot of it's on John Gruden and Mike Mayock too. I, I, I think a lot of it is on there. And they can't create turnovers either, right? The 2016 defense. The 2016 defense created turnovers at least. It wasn't a good defense. I don't even think it was much better than this defense, honestly. Now, you had, you had blue chip talent. You had Khalil Mack out there. He was a blue chip player. But I don't, I don't think this defense is like that far off from there, except for creating turnovers. You have to make plays, right? The Raiders' starting field position, and I haven't looked at it, their average starting field position has got to be terrible because there's just not enough turnovers to, to be made. It's got to be terrible, especially with this kind of offense where this offense is efficient, but I wouldn't call it necessarily explosive right now given the injuries to the wide receiving core. So that's just what I, what I say with all this, man. This defense did not play well today. It was, it was bad. Um, in the second half, it was slightly better. I thought they did a slightly better job against the run, but I think the run was kind of more expen- expected there. I think they could sell out on the run because the Bills were trying to just get out of there. They're like, look, we got this win. Let's get out of here. But let's move on to the offense. Um, the offense. Let's start with Derek Carr. Um, Derek Carr was, I, I think he had an up and down day. Um, the up was good, but the down was way down. That was the thing. Um, I thought, he again, it's the story of the Raiders offense since Gruden got back here. In between the 20s, they're good. They're good. They get first downs. Um, I thought 
even though the Raiders were frustrating in the first half, I thought it was different from last week because they were a lot better on third down. Thought they were able to get the third down conversions. Um, I, I thought the offensive line did a decent job in pass protection. Um, the run run blocking's not there right now. They're missing Richie Incognito bad, like bad. Um, but I thought Carr made a couple really nice throws, and I thought his wide receivers had probably the worst day of uh, or their worst game of the season so far. I thought Waller, even like even the play that got overturned, right? The little catch, kind of shoestring catch he made. Usually it seems like a ball he he really handles a lot better, right? And then not what a couple plays later he fumbles the ball. And I and I didn't think Waller was was particularly great today. Um, I didn't think the running backs were particularly great. And I and I didn't think the wide receivers did anything super crazy, right? Like, of course, right? I kn- I knew wide receiver was going to be kind of a weakness today. Rugs and Edwards are hurt. Those are your top two guys. It, it's tough. It's tough to move past that point. But one thing I find interesting about Carr, right, is you, you look at some of the missed throws he had today. Thought the missed throw to Waller in the red zone, right? It was I, I want to say it was early second quarter, if I'm not mistaken, where. Waller's kind of running out and he has him and he, he kind of airmailed him a little bit. Waller could have caught it would have been a really nice play, but if Carr puts it on him, he walks into the end zone. I think, I think that's six. So the Raiders settle for field goals on that drive. And I'll get to that later, right? The coaching decision, but it was little things. It's, it's a lot of little things, attention to detail, sloppiness, right? And then in the second half, in in the second half, Carr, and I, and I said it to myself in the head, the minute he had that sack, when when Carr got, I, I, I guess it didn't count as a sack, but when he kind of pitched it, it was really weird. I, I was like, how is that not a fumble? Where he kind of pitched it, but it ended up being an incomplete pass. After that, I said, start Carr's stats over. Start start his stats over right now. And I don't, I didn't. I, I haven't charted that, but um, start his stats over. And I'm like, this is going to be a completely different game. As soon as he gets touched, sometimes, and I mean like when the pocket collapses on him and he breaks down, he is a different quarterback after that. It's the damage control thing I was talking about earlier. He's having some kind of damage control where don't let the bad become just an epidemic. Don't let, don't let the bad just completely take you out of a game, one bad drive. But that's what happened. Later in the game, right, he gets that fumble where it's like, how, do you, how does that get knocked out of your hand? Like, there's, like, toddlers. You could slap the ball out of the hand. They might actually put up more of a fight, right? Guy just comes by. Oh, there you go. Put that on the ground. Thanks. I mean, it looked like Napoleon Dynamite. The, the pass rush looked like Napoleon Dynamite fighting his brother, Kip. You know what I mean? Pa-pa, a little slap fight like that. I was like, well, how's that knock the ball out of a NFL quarterback's hand? He's got six fumbles in the last four games, right? For a guy who's known to be a game manager. When you're a game manager, that means you don't turn the ball over. You manage the game. You run an efficient offense, occasionally hit a big play, and you don't turn the ball over. But he's fumbling. And that's not good. And you can see it coming, right? Like, you, like I said, you can see it coming. On that one where he did the little pitch like that, I thought that was a fumble, but I was like, watch. Watch him from here. He's going to do it again. And he did. And then the rest of the team started fumbling too. Waller, Renfro. Renfro fumbled. They, the Raiders recovered it. But... It's it's very weird how this team, when one thing goes wrong, it's it's just like like I said, pulling out that bottom card on the house of cards, like the most important one that's stabilizing everything. They don't have any kind of damage control. 
you know, Carr, again, one thing I did like about Carr was him using his legs a lot today. I thought Carr did a good job recognizing when nothing was there and getting yards with his feet. He looked good in that regard, I thought. Thought he was strategic and when he did it. I thought he did it at the right time, tucked it away. If that's if that's what we're getting for the rest of the year, I do like it, right? Because I do think this offense is going to be better. There is definitely, the way I just said, I, I'm not sure I see improvement from the defense. I do see this offense eventually becoming super explosive. It already was the first two games. But I see this offense becoming really good once they get healthier, right? Trent Brown should be, I, I think Trent Brown's going to come back relatively soon. Um, I'm not sure about incognito, but Edwards, Ruggs, guys like that coming back in, uh, that makes a difference. I like Nelson Aguilar. I think he does a good job. Should have had a touchdown, but um, I think part of that illegal formation penalty is on him, not checking in with the ref there. But I think Nelson Aguilar still earned a role on this team. I've been kind of hyping him up all offseason. I I think you got to find a way to keep him on the field, even with a healthy wide receiver core. So I do see stuff with the offense. And look, for those people saying it's Mariota time, no, I'm sorry. That's not the move to make right now. It, It isn't. As frustrating as that is, we know what Carr is. If you don't know what Carr is by now, that means you just started watching the Raiders. If the offense is having a good game, he's able to, like, if everybody else around him plays well, he plays well. So he's not a quarterback that makes everyone around him better. That's just, we know that's not true. And I'm always fine with the Raiders trying to find a person that does do that. But for now, he's still the Raiders' best option. Like I said, the receivers didn't have a good good game. I don't believe Carr had a great game or anything, but I mean, like I said, Waller fumbles on a drive that was pretty promising. Um, and one thing was, in my opinion, and this isn't anything to do with Carr, but John Gruden, Captain Conservative. I, I'm not sure why he... Th- I've said it before, but what kind of defense does John Gruden think that he has? The settling for field goals on on fourth and, you know, one or two, especially to a team that you know you can't stop defensively, a team that with three really good wide receivers like the Buffalo Bills have, the Raiders don't have three really good corners, not active at the moment. Raiders don't have a pass rush, anything like that, but John Gruden just felt really comfortable. It didn't didn't seem like a, a, a long deliberation in sending the field goal unit out there. It was back-to-back drives, I believe. Like, just sending sending Carlson out there and just saying, like, ah, we'll, we'll clamp down on defense eventually. To me, that sets that does more than just settle for three, right? It, it does more than just leave points on the game on the on the board. It it kind of like if you're a player on this team, do you feel like your coach has that much confidence in you on that offense? I I don't. I wouldn't think that. And there were third and one plays, right, where they would just run very basic, like dive plays to, like a dive play to Ingold, kind of a just a really basic run with Jacobs, and just no creativity, right? In the Saints game, I thought he had a great fourth and one call, Waller in the flat. I thought that was wonderful on, off of play action. I didn't see play action a lot today. I don't know what the numbers show. Maybe I'll, I'll look them up. Maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't see that a lot, right? Some people think, oh, maybe you're right. If your run game's not working, how can you do play action? There are many studies that prove that you do not need a good run game to have play action be effective for you. You don't. Motion and play action are free, and they, you know, they cost you nothing on offense. You can do it with almost any personnel, and they do gain yardage for you. 
So John Gruden to me is, is still the number one problem with this team. Number one, right? The, it, it's Gruden. It's the defense. And then I think it's Carr, honestly. Which sucks because that's like all the high up stuff, right, with this team. But Gruden, number one, to me, just being conservative, right, in all regards, being conservative. Like, yeah, sure, if the Raiders had the 2002 Buccaneers defense, yeah, go settle for the three. Take the points every single time because I take that defense over any offense. But that, you, that is a misunderstanding of your personnel, right? The personnel that you've had, you've handpicked it. This isn't your first year inheriting this team anymore. This is the, the John Gruden has handpicked this team along with Mike Mayock. These are their guys. So you know what you have. So to me, that means you don't understand the personnel that you have. And like I said, just, just one team plays to win Buffalo bills, right? They go, they went for it on fourth down jet sweep. Great play, right? To the, I, I want to say it was the receiver, right? A little jet sweep handed off to them. Gruden doesn't I'm not saying Gruden doesn't want to win that's not what I'm saying because I, I know he does he's a he's a football savant I, I I truly believe he is a smart coach I just think he's set in his ways and I don't think he understands his personnel that much I think he has the silver and black lenses on when he views his team like no, no this is a good team I got to trust this defense if more I trust them the better they're going to be it's not true I don't believe that there's a solution for this defense this year the offense is just going to have to be explosive for the Raiders to make the playoffs So, thing about Gruden is he's here for seven more years. Do you think this changes? Do you think this changes? I, of course, nobody has the answer to that. I get, you know, people, people will tweet at me, hey, you're asking these questions that nobody knows the answers to. I understand that. It's just some, a question I want to leave out to people because I do think people leave Gruden out of the blame game sometimes. And it's, a lot of it is because he's here for so long that they're scared to already in year three be like, I don't know if this is the guy. I'm there. I'm there. I don't know if he's the guy. And yeah, he made that thing. Hey, if I don't get it done, I'm going to give all the money back. Yeah, he's talking about after 10 years. And look, you could, you could make a case that the Oakland years were kind of a lame duck year for Gruden. He knew that they were coming into a new stadium this year. But it needed to be better, right? This team needs to be better now. This is a team that can win now. This is fuck the rebuilding stuff. This is not a rebuilding team right now. I'm sorry. It isn't. And rebuilds don't take that long in the NFL anymore. So for the for Gruden to have a handpicked team and still not trust them, right? When the analytics show that going for it on fourth and short, especially in the red zone, is better than kicking field goals, especially when you have a bad defense, right? You have a way higher success rate. And the points mean a lot more than three, obviously. Seven is more than three. I think we can all agree with that. So, so Gruden, I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm just disappointed because I'm a good coach can get this team back on track and I'm not sure that the Raiders have one. Of course, of course, I want more from Derek Carr. Of course, I want Derek Carr to be great. I want him to be the, like a Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. He, he's not that though. He's not. And John Gruden felt fine rolling him out there year after year. This is his third year with him in a league where people change quarterbacks like nothing now, more so than any other era in football. So obviously he feels comfortable with Derek Carr as his quarterback. And I don't think even he thinks Derek Carr is the, an elite quarterback. I think he just knows what he has, right? I think he's a settler. I think he settles for average at quarterback. So if Carr is not going to be that great and your defense isn't that great, you have to be aggressive. 
you have to be aggressive. Yeah, when, when I say aggressive, go for it on fourth down. Don't call the stupid Alec Ingle dive play. Throw that play in the trash, by the way. Alec Ingle is very effective when you throw the ball to him. Right? Alec Ingle, I thought, did a nice job in the receiving game. And, and another thing I wanted to say about Derek Carr is I thought he did a good job getting to his second and third reads today. Thought that was nice. But like I said, this coaching staff, it, they're not getting it done. They're not getting it done. Um, I understand there's injuries. I understand that that the Bills are a very good team. And the Bills are great. I'm not, I'm not saying that the Bills are bad. And the Raiders have a really tough schedule right now. And it gets easier. It gets easier. Next week's Kansas City. I mean, look, do any of us expect to win that game? I think you, you got to be insane to say that the Raiders are going to win that game. But, you know, I... I, I just want to see more aggressiveness. I want to see more playing to win the game. Denny Green, shout out, or rest in peace, Denny Green, right? That, uh, play to win the game. I want to see more just, look, when you, every Raider fan knows when you get to that point in the game, when the game's over, right? The Waller fumble was that for me. The Waller fumble was, was like, okay, that's it. Of course, that's a one-score game still at that point, but you just know in your head, you're like, no, 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 no. This team unravels when things like this happen. They didn't in the Saints game, and that, maybe that's fool's gold, right? Maybe that was something I read too far into. And maybe this is kind of more what they are, but it's not over yet. The season's not done. This is not a, this is not a, a death sentence. The Raiders are 2-2 two and two right now. They have a tough matchup next week. I fully expect them to be 2-3. and three. But after that, they have a, very, a lot of winnable games. They haven't, other, they haven't played in the division yet. And I think the division, as far as, you know, L.A. and, and Denver, have, are two very beatable teams. Right? So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just frustrating when you lose games like this because I think the Raiders could have won this game. I thought they could have won against the Patriots too, but especially this game. They could have won this game. Even with the offensive explosion by the Bills in the first half, I thought the Raiders kind of clamped down in the second half, but they just they, – they're never clicking on all cylinders, right? The defense is never playing well while the offense is playing well. Because even when the defense made a couple stops in the second half, the offense did not make the Bills pay for that. And I think a lot of that comes from John Gruden, right? Even the Paul Gunther stuff, I think some of that comes from John Gruden. I'd love to know if Gruden blindly trusts Paul Gunther with his defense or if he tries to get his hand in there sometimes. So, yeah, again, the Raiders lose. They lose... 30 to 23 at home. It's again, not the worst thing in the world. This is not the Raiders are not done. They're not dead. I think we needed to temper our expectations after the Carolina and saints game. That's fine. These were two kind of kicks in the ass, right? There were two kind of adrenaline shots. Like you better wake the fuck up because you can't keep playing the way you were playing. Next week's Kansas city. And, and I, I hope the Raiders are healthy by then. I, I hope Henry Ruggs is back. I hope Trent Brown's back. It was nice to see Nick Kwiatkowski back. It was nice. I thought he made some plays today. I thought, I thought the Raiders played a little bit better against the run. They didn't get gashed. They ran into a really good team that had three really good wide receivers that were winning just one-on-one matchups, even when the Raiders did cover well, right? Like John Brown's touchdown, that was incredible. That was good coverage. So you, they, the Raiders played a team that was better than them today. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. 
I thought the the Bills are a better team than the Raiders. But I thought the I, I don't think the Bills played like a phenomenal game or anything. Josh Allen didn't light it up to me. Raiders cannot lose the turnover battle. They just cannot lose a turnover battle and a penalty battle, right? That illegal formation penalty on the Aguilar touchdown. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. You just can't you you with this offense and this defense, you cannot give the other team short field position. The short field. You can't you cannot do it. So what about positives from from the Raider game? Again, I, I thought Derek Carr did a good job getting to his second and third, you know, second and third reads at times. Um I I I did think that at times the Raiders offense looked good, right? In between the twenties, they looked really good. Um, even the defense, right? I thought the defense in the second half played a little bit better, right? A little bit better, despite that Eric Harris, horrible blown coverage. Why is he there by himself? We don't know, right? I don't know what scheme is like, hey, I, I need Eric Harris to just be on an island. Harris Island, right? No one, no one, none shall pass. No one does that. But I thought the defense did a, an okay job stopping the run in the second half. So there's something there. And, and I still think this team can make the playoffs. This is a playoff team. I think it is. But I think it's a mismanaged team. And nobody wants to hear that with the coach that has a 10-year deal. But he can change. He can change. And if he really wants to win, he will. But I think Gruden's a stubborn guy. But anyways, as always, you could follow me on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Rockney. Um I have another podcast called Rare Candy. The YouTube channel is called Rare Candy. Um, I have another podcast. We just covered the presidential debates last week. Um, we're going to have another one, kind of a COVID-themed episode coming out pretty soon, um, especially now that uh, Trump got COVID. So we'll have a, something like that. But for all Raiders content, you can follow me at Rock Vegas. Um, I'm, and I'm sorry. The podcast is called Rock Vegas. We, um, Twitter for the podcast is at Rare Candy Pod 1. And uh, subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, in iTunes. That's what that's what it's on. Um, please leave a review. Um, feel free to tweet at me all the time. I'm always down to interact, do kind of stuff like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I usually do one ep- one to I do two episodes a week. I usually do one post game, one pre game kind of thing, a preview, and then and then a recap. So um, yeah. The offense was a tease today and the, and the defense was bad. The offense, the offense left a lot of points on the board. The defense gave up a lot of points. That's you're not going to win that game, especially when you lose the turnover and penalty battle. So the Raiders got to tighten up. These are, these are things that you can change. Penalties are something you can always wipe out of your, of your, uh, of your games. And one last thing, man, that play call to, um, I want to say it was in the first half. No, I, you know, maybe I have it wrong. But the Raiders get down in the red zone. They call a fade to Josh Jacobs, like a 20-yard fade to Josh Jacobs against Matt Milano, one of the better cover linebackers in football. It was just awful. You know? Like, like stuff like that happens. And you, you start to realize, like, even with the talent this team can accrue, you, you want to make sure that the coach knows what to do with it. And I'm a little concerned about that, right? I'm just, I'm just a little concerned. I don't want to get too negative. I'm sorry. I, I, I really don't want to, but it's something that has to be said. I see it floating around on Twitter. It's okay to criticize John Gruden. It is. So, like I said, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Rockney. Tweet at me. 
tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. I love that actually. But, um, yeah, that's it. Raider nation. Um, Kansas city game next week at Arrowhead. Um, I don't need to remind you guys about Arrowhead. I don't need to remind you about Derek Carr at Arrowhead. Don't need to remind you about our defense against Patrick Mahomes. But they have a chance. They have a chance to get to get rolling here. You know, they have a chance to get rolling. The schedule gets easier. So I'm not as down on this team. I'm down on this game. I'm down on the Patriots game. I'm down on the Bills game. I was high off the other two games, especially Carolina. Carolina's playing good ball right now. Saints bounce back. You know what I'm saying? Like Raiders can beat good teams. They just they they can't beat themselves in the process. All right, folks, that's all I got. Um, everybody have a nice, safe week. And uh, I'll be back around Thursday or Friday. Thanks.